The Dish. It's been almost two decades since any data on drink spiking was released in Australia, leaving a blind spot for pubs and clubs. But thanks to ongoing conversations around sexual assault and a little help from social media activist Chanel Contos, the silence on this issue has finally been broken. It's a Friday night at the Hillside Hotel, the busiest night of the week. Restrictions lifted for venues in New South Wales over a month ago and things seem to be returning back to normal. There are lines at the bar, customers are chatting over the sound of loud music and the constant flow of drinks pouring into empty glass. It was on a night like this that Abby Van Haren's drink was spiked. Basically, I remember that night I was super excited because I just turned 18 and we were going to a club um, for the first time. Yeah, I don't really remember much from that night except like the feeling before I completely passed out. And I remember feeling really scared and out of control. Like I just had no control over my body. And I was like, I only had one drink. I don't understand how this could happen. I never thought like to report it to police. I just kept thinking about all the things I could have done differently. Like really convinced myself that it was my fault. Just one month ago, 18 women were hospitalised after an outbreak of drink spikings in Melbourne's CBD that left many wondering just how common drink spiking really is. Consent advocate Chanel Contos created a social media campaign recently that left victims like Abby shocked at the response to this question. When I saw Chanel's post on Insta, I felt like relieved, like I wasn't the only one. I just felt like really validated. I also just didn't realize how common it was and how dangerous it can be for girls, like to just go out and take drinks from people they had known. Out of the 1,000 people that said they had their drinks spiked on Chanel's Instagram poll, 95% said they didn't report it to police. Laura Bajerni is a spokesperson for the Australian Drug and Alcohol Foundation. She says drink spiking is one of the most underreported crimes. The same reason that we've historically seen things like sexual assault and harassment um, go unreported. There's a lot of that um, shame and stigma and victim blaming. I think a lot of people think that they won't be believed. You know, even if somebody is drinking alcohol or using other drugs, it doesn't invalidate them as a victim. A crime has still been committed against you. But there's another reason why drink spiking is so underreported that you might not have expected. People are often really surprised uh, to find out that alcohol is the most common drug that's used in drink spiking. Other drugs can be used, um, you know, things like ketamine or GHB. But yeah, alcohol is definitely number one. And in part, that's because it's accessible. Um, most drink spiking incidents happen, you know, either at venues or at parties where alcohol is already being consumed. And it's unlikely that the person's going to notice. Um, so that could look like somebody ordering um, a double vodka soda for somebody else instead of a single. So if this is really happening all the time, why has there been no data collected on drink spiking in Australia for the past 17 years? Laura says this is part of a much bigger problem. It's a huge gap. Part of the problem is that these things aren't being reported. The Victorian police, I think, recently said in one of their interviews that they were getting like 15 reports a year, um, which, you know, is absurd. We know that it's happening a lot more than that. Like just anecdotally, even if you ask within your friendship circles, we've all been quite shocked to hear friends and colleagues how many people are like, yeah, that happened to me, that happened to my friend. So we know it's a lot more common than what's being reported to the police. And that does leave us with a big gap in information because if those reports aren't going in, we don't know how big the problem is. Um, We don't know how frequently it's happening. 
And we also don't know where it's happening. It's a complete blind spot for us. Yasmin Middleton was a bar manager at a popular venue in Melbourne CBD. She says bartenders have had to develop their own strategies for stopping drink spikers in the absence of any formal training. These strategies range from using your instincts to things like bartender Facebook pages. There are a couple of pages and they'll post, you know, a photo or say we've had drink spiking happening this weekend, like be extra vigilant. But I think it's really important to note that those are informal routes. Like this is all done from bartender or manager's initiative. Like this is all informal. Laura says part of the reason we're only now just starting to talk about things like drink spiking has a lot to do with what's been happening these past few months in Australia. So, but there is really a sea change in women standing up and just being so sick of it, so tired of putting up with the same crap that now women are coming forward and saying, no, this happened to me. A crime was committed against me and I'm not going to be shamed into silence and I don't want anyone else to be shamed into silence. Amelia Rue, Central News. The Dish.